What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not. Not. Presented by our damn selves. Our damn selves. Episode 253. Take two is what we're going to call it. Take two. We or just part did. B. <laughs> you know, about an hour ago or something like that. <laughs> Shout out to Feast who decided to um, interrupt. <laughs> so we all know uh, what we well we all we mentioned on the first one. I forgot what we what we said and what we didn't. It's all mixed together. We mentioned yeah that as we record this, this is the fourth birthday of little Khalil. Yes, Boy, my baby, who was actually um had his first moments in the public on this podcast four years ago. Yes. We made was that a first maybe in podcast? We made some podcast history, yeah, with a newborn on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever happened, but we had a newborn on the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, because you could hear him because he was getting his first little. They were like washing his little hair, diaper change, all of that happened on the podcast. (laughs) All of that. Mm -hmm. He was. He was just yeah. Because I literally had just had him like an hour before we had recorded the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we go. As we um recorded the second time, Feast decided to show up to give his birthday gift. Yes. Me, I did. I dropped by earlier, but I did mine before the podcast. I knew we were recording. I said, let me just drop this. Right. Do what we do. But Feast mm-hmm. unannounced just showed up. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> That's the way he rolls. <laughs> we've been we've been knowing him forty plus years, so this is our brother we've known for forty plus years. So I mean, we get it. He showed up here. I wouldn't have let him know. I'm talking shit. Like I said, my my list of people who could show up unannounced in my house is pretty much people that if you grew up in mom's house, like if we were at mom's house, you can show up unannounced. Like that's it. That's it. That's all. Anybody else? I'm like, eh. Except feast. And I'm like, and you better call me. But the kids were so happy to see him because um they haven't seen Uncle Feast in a while. So he dropped off their birthday gifts and you know, you dropped off birthday gifts. So, so the kids are just so like they're gonna be playing with birthday gifts for a while. They got a lot of a lot of love from family, a lot of love. Now's the perfect time to purge off a lot of that old shit. Yeah, to get real. <laughs> so while they're not paying attention to it. They're gonna be focused yes. on the new stuff, yeah. You oh, yeah, I'm about to purge. I'm getting rid of that because, like I said, you know, how kids are like they won't be thinking about it till you mention it. I was it. playing with oh, that. No, God. you weren't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I found so many, I found stuff under their beds in their room, and I'm like, this is stuff like it's under your bed, so obviously, you're not using it. Obviously, so now is a perfect time to quietly get rid of some of that stuff that they're not using. Yeah, especially the stuff that it says like 12 months to 36 months. It's like nobody in this house is 36 months. All that has to go. Everything, all that is gone. Won't miss the old stuff if you're playing with the new stuff. <laughs> you got to, though. You got to trick these kids sometimes because they will have you up here looking like Hoarders Part 3.9. Oh, <laughs> you'll be like, stuff. <laughs> you'll be hoarding everything. It's like, we're not going to be hoarders. We're not doing that in this house. We're not. We're we're purging. We're getting rid of stuff. So, Shout out but to- I'm thankful for my village. I just keep on saying that I'm thankful and I'm blessed for my village. I am. Shout out to V. Some who said, "Yeah, y'all need y'all need, y'all starting this shit over here." God damn it. <laughs> we love you, Feast. We love you. <laughs> we're pause it and then pick it back up and say, "No, it'd be funnier to roast them." So, so let's just start. <laughs> 
No, we love him. We love him. Really <laughs> I think it'll be funny if we just start over and make fun of him and then try to fix the one we did already, but it's all good. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, WrestleMania weekend for all my wrestling fans. want to touch on that real quick. <laughs> Man, 30, 38, baby. 38. WrestleMania 38. WrestleMania 40, yeah, almost. I remember the yeah, first one, yeah. I first one I actually saw live as it happened, like it was on closed circuit and there wasn't no pay-per-view. It's closed circuit. We had to go to a fucking place and watch it somewhere else. Wait, wait, no wait. TV. That, wait, what? that took me and Feast. Like, yeah, like took us to the closed oh, circuit. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 2 was the first one I saw. Yeah. So the second one we actually saw. WrestleMania 3 was Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, right? That's the WrestleMania to me. WrestleMania. That was three, right? Three is the WrestleMania. Okay, see, see that's the one I remember because I remember you had the poster this when they were you had the stare down poster in your room. I remember that. Yeah, but them. the first one I actually saw live as it happened on closed circuit TV back then. <laughs> so, so it all ties together because Feast was that dad took me and Feast to see WrestleMania too. Yeah. And I remember, and that's where it started. That's when I really started getting into wrestling. Around. That was that's when you fell in love with wrestling. It was official at that point. <laughs> I've been watching a little bit before that, but seeing that WrestleMania, I was like, okay, like this. You like this is the greatest thing on earth, basically. <laughs> and then, like I said, we're WrestleMania weekend. All of the um festivities they do, like Hall of Fame, was one of them. And um, it went in this year. The Undertaker. The legend, the phenom, the dead undertaker. Pretty cool. Seeing somebody you grew up watching, yeah, like who finally is getting his flowers while he's still here. Shout out to the legendary undertaker. Three years he did. Hell of a career. Hell of a career. 30 years. Crazy stuff. I like on his last match, and they had the um, hologram of um, Paul Bearer. I was like, it made me shed a little tear. I was like, oh, oh yes. Smile. Yeah, that's the urn, yeah. <laughs> Classic stuff. They were the best. Like the like the 80s and 90s, it was just like it was that's, just about that era. Like it was just it was a special. But it was just special. <laughs> it was the best, yeah. I stopped watching wrestling like when it got like all the sucking. I stopped watching by then. I attitude like that's what a lot. I of didn't like it. I didn't like it by then. I did. Like is that which Undertaker like was also part of? Yeah, Undertaker. He had um switched his first. He was like a cult leader during that time, and then he became the biker. He he was playing with his character a little bit during that time. Yeah. I didn't like the biker. I liked him with like, he looked like the Undertaker, like how the Back to the Future Undertaker. I liked him like that. That's what I liked. I liked that Undertaker. He was the cult leader a little while with the Ministry of Darkness. I'm being a nerd now. And then after that, he switched to the biker when he was the American badass. I didn't like the biker. He switched up a little, the character a couple times during I that. Like era. I didn't. Then he went back to the dead, man, because people said, just go back to the old shit. Yeah. He got the hat and he. We don't like the biker. We don't like the cult. The, go back to the old tombstone. <laughs> See, I still remember the move, the tombstone. <laughs> go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. But since we got all of that out of the way, let's talk about the shit that's been talked about by you, your mama, your mama's mama, and your mama's mama. It's been running to the ground to death, but we're going to run it one more time because Oscars happened after we had recorded. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been living under a rock. For the last week, I've been under this rock yeah. for a while now. Well, since you didn't watch the Oscars, I will 
tell you what will happened. you help me get from will you help me get will from under the rock oscars yeah <laughs> i will explain <laughs> joking i watched it i watched some of, of that i watched i watched that part <laughs> even people that didn't watch saw that shit yeah i saw the slap I know so people I that, out, it was about eight o'clock that, that stuff that like fuck these award shows they corny but they definitely saw that slap because everybody it was about heard. maybe eight eight ish when i turned it on because i was trying to get the kids ready for bed i was you know like winding down sunday night winding down getting ready for bed getting ready for school for the week that's why i turned it on late ironically yeah the reason the whole reason why i decided to watch the oscars because um i was it seemed like it was will smith's year it's mm-hmm. like all signs were pointing at him getting that oscar and i wanted to see that moment like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like the irony, the reason why I watched the shit. Right, because it's like that was a coveted moment because it's like he's been chasing. Because I might have sat that year at the Oscars Oscar out. Like, 20 years? years? Oscars out. Yeah, I might have sat it out. He, he had um, been chasing for like 20 Ali, years, right? I believe it was what, 2001, yeah. 2000, something like that, whatever, 2000. Yeah, he's been chasing it for like 20 years. Yeah, whatever year I leave yeah. came out, like the early 2000s. That was his first nomination. And then um, Pursuit of Happiness, he got nominated again. He um mm-hmm. he wanted to get nominated for the um concussion to tell the truth. Tell yeah. the truth. Tell the truth. He didn't get nominated that year. Like, what you gonna cut back to that? The the year that didn't happen. Um, what Chris Rock said that year. We're gonna cover all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so this is like um really his third nominate Will's third nomination, the fourth um one that he could have won. Yeah, but he actually won for the um King Richard. But that's not what anybody remembers. <laughs> I still haven't seen, but I am going to watch it. I just haven't had a chance it's to watch HBO, it yet. So I know it's on HBO Max, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Available now on HBO. <laughs> so everybody is like going back to what happened. I said, I'm not going to keep reliving that because we all saw the slap. We saw it. We saw what happened. On a G.I. Jane 2 joke. We saw him uh, walk. A, yeah. A joke that wasn't funny, like... It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. It was about a 25-year-old movie. Is like, right. um, but it's a joke. Well, you had to, well, you had to go like this, like, oh, like a better, a better um, like counter would have been more so like she was one of the she could have been um alongside Black Panther too. That would have been a better comparison because that would have been better because Black Panther 2 is relevant. G.I. Jane was it? It's like that. And there's black people in Black Panther, and it's a black people, black panther for the culture. So it's like that would have been a better, mm. but the G.I. Jane, it just really fell flat. Like it was like, that's why the audience was like, huh. it's like I say, huh. chuckled and then with in the face, which I'm gonna make it. Shout out Damon Williams. He did a, did a, a bit on his live. Yeah. He, and, uh, he said, because we have the same haircut. That's what Damon said. So I'll steal Damon's joke. Yes, me and Jada got the same haircut. You did. Uh, and then um, that's when all hell broke loose to slap her around the world. They calling this. And yeah. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He's like, and then he's kind of continuing, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah, it was a G about G.I.J. I said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Okay, I will. Moving then, on. Then he had his Chris Rock had his Chris Tucker moment after that when he was like, and yeah, he like, was at the deer in headlights. Pause for a second. They said, wow, we 
we just had one of the greatest moments in television history right now. And Chris already knew that that shit was going to go viral. After. It was, I'm sure it wouldn't happen. Because he said it right after it, after he had his Chris. I got like really big. and Wow, we just had one of the greatest moments in television history right now. <laughs> watching the video, like, like the thing that gets me now, I said, we saw all that happen, but actually watching the different angles because people who were actually there were uploading their own videos. So you could see what the camera didn't catch. You could see like, cause Mike Rappaport had a video. Um, somebody else had a video. I saw was the one where you could see Jada's response during that shit. After and the slap, she was laughing. laughing. The whole time, yeah. She laughed, she was amused by that. Now Jada Pink is officially the face of toxic women. And I have no problems with that whatsoever. Fuck Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Will was the dumbass that said that um divorce is not an option because he got divorced once before. But Will should have divorced that brought a long time ago, in my opinion. <laughs> way before entanglements. Way before that. Yeah, the entanglement should have been a problem. I heard in August should have just been dating. It shouldn't have been entanglement because like Will should have already divorced her before that even happened. <laughs> because my thing is, it's like. Even on her Red Table Talk, I said, because I watch Red, I watch Red Table Talk. I would watch. watch, I never will. Not every every single episode, but I would like episodes that people. I watched the one we talked about when we did Red Bone Table Talk. Red Bone Table Talk. I I ever watched it. I didn't even watch the entanglement. I I just saw that clip that went viral when he's like entanglement Mm -hmm. and then he made the face. Like, I didn't even watch that episode. The only episode I watched. I watched it. Talk. That's the only one I watched. I I've watched episodes that piqued my interest because it was some good episodes on there, like the one with Lauren London talking about grieving and gun violence. That was really good. Like, you know, episodes like really, you know, really are topics that you really need to hear about. It was like, it was a lot of good, a lot of good topics that are like, wow, okay. Um, when they had like, women on there who um, warned against getting BBLs, you know, it, it's, it's been like good topics like that. Like, okay, like this is interesting. I'm going to watch this. But um, that whole entanglement, like Marcus and I watched that together at the end when they bad marriage for life and they fist but Marcus and I were like, what the hell was that? We were like, what is that? Like he said he, he wasn't, wasn't getting divorced. He said divorce is not an option. It's either get divorced or stay in a bad marriage. So I guess his choice was bad marriage for life. And Marcus and I was like, I guess. Like, what the hell? Like, we were confused. Like, what is that? Like, we honestly because uh, this dude said that divorce was not an option. So bad marriage option. That's not goals. Like, once again, I tell people, stop looking at people and say relationship goals. Because that's not relationship goals, being in a bad marriage for life. That's not goals. It's just not. Jada Pinkett Smith is not wife goals. It's not good for your mental. It's not good for your, it's not good. And when I just, like the whole, the whole thing was there from the beginning. She never wanted to get married because she said on Red Table Talk, the reason why she got married is because she was pregnant with Jaden. We're going to call it spade a spade. She was pregnant with Jaden because she was like about three months pregnant when they got married. She said that the whole time she was walking down the aisle, she was sobbing because she did not want to get married. She was crying, not crying tears of joy. Like I can't, wow, I finally found a great man and I found who I want to spend the rest. That's why you should be crying when you're at your wedding. You should be crying in tears of joy, not tears of sadness. Like, I don't want to get married. <laughs> she was crying the whole time. She said that this is her words, not mine. She said that she never wanted to get married because she had family members. Like, I guess nobody really had conventional marriages in her family. And she saw that Comes from a hey, long. They make it, it comes work. from a long line of entanglements. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yes, 
because she was like, hey, I don't need the I don't need the traditional. And my thing is, I'm a traditional person. I, I know I want a traditional family and all that. Traditional families ain't for everybody. You have to do what's best for you and yours. If you know what you if you if you were square, you know, you can't fit into a circle. You know, you can't like stop trying to fit into the circle. If you're a square, you can't. I'm a square. <laughs> I, I I wear that proudly. I'm a square. I don't like toxic toxicity. I don't like drama. I don't like like I like I'm good. I don't like, like hey, don't like your relationship ain't good if it ain't drama. I like drama free. I don't like drama. I don't like it. No, I'm not with that. Mm -mm, no, but if some people thrive on that. I don't. But more power to you. Oh, you thrive on that. Down is um. Because, like I said, once again, if we've all analyzed this clip um over and over and over at this point, it's like Will Smith was laughing at the GI Jane he joke. He laughed initially at the joke. Ada made her face is like, and his, and that's she here's what she and she, um, she probably gave him a look. It's like, yeah, you gonna let him talk? She did like this. This is what she did. He saw her face. She, that's I'm, what she did. That's the look that she did. I'm the sure role she looked at him. I'm sure, I'm sure she made eye contact with Will during that too. The <laughs> roll, the roll around, the look at him, and then oh, the oh, you think that's funny? Like it was like what that. You, what you gonna do? Yeah. Oh, you think oh you laughing? Oh, you think that's funny, huh? Yeah. And let me that's preface why, it by saying why he had to get up and do what he did because she looked like, mm -hmm. oh, you think that's funny? That's what I <laughs> and this is why I preface with saying this. Um, Will Smith is worth 350 million dollars. Um, I'm comfortable saying 99% of us will never see that type of money in our lifetime. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident saying that. I'm very confident saying that 99% of us will never see that type of money. And Chris Rock himself is worth 60 million. I'm comfortable saying 98% of us will never see $60 million in our lifetime. So basically, you got 98 and 99 percentile. I say 99. People ain't never going to see it. But that's just me. I'll say it like that. Making making that much money is like not, so not common. <laughs> these guys are exceedingly wealthy, both of these men. Very wealthy men, both of them. They got real money. They don't have, they're not Negro rich. They, they got wealth. These men have wealth. Like Chris Rock himself said, he ain't talking about rich. We talking about wealth. They have wealth. Well, they got wealth. Both of them got wealth. Both actually, of them do. So if you try to go and you making fifty thousand dollars a year, and you try to go because somebody is selling your your wife's edges because she ain't got edges, and you go out there, you hit slap somebody because your wife don't. You're. It's not going to end the same for you. Fifty thousand versus sixty million. It's not the same. Wonder how many cats <laughs> are died. dead or like in jail, like in the ground or in the penitentiary because of exactly uh, a toxic woman um told him to fuck somebody up. It's like exactly I do it was talking shit about me, and then he goes and fucks the guy up, and like you either said in the pen or in the ground because of that. Somebody is roasting you roast back. You do a roast us, you roast people back. Yeah, Will Smith you roast you roast I say you roast the hell out of him with that tight ass suit on. You know, you roast the hell like you roast. With them flat pants on. You rose. That's what you do. We you said, rose. You could have made a joke. Yeah, like it was better than Pootie Tang too. Much. Because like you, you could have said something. Bad. You rose to hell. Rose to hell. Better than head of state. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not, nobody's checking to see CB5, my dude. It's like, yeah, you could have you went back and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit uh, back. Uh, uh, here's a good one. Better than grown-ups too. Ooh. 
<laughs> like, yeah, like you roast back. Roast is like roast. Oh, Chris Rock has made some stinkers. He's made some stinkers. He has. Tweety Tank being at the top of the <laughs> top of the <laughs> top of the <laughs> People like that movie. <laughs> I watch out like, what is this? Yeah, it's like God to be Tay. What? Which I believe I was written. I think Louis C.K. wrote that movie, didn't he? Which makes a lot of why it sucks so bad. <laughs> I want to say Louis wrote that, which makes a lot of sense why it was so bad. And here's why I say, <laughs> I feel like borrow from our friend Jael. <laughs> he was like, if anything, he's a Christian. I've got a slap for that uh, G.I.J. He got slapped for this when he allowed Louis C.K. and Ricky Jervis to say the N word. That's why he should have got slapped for that. <laughs> Not for GIJ. That joke was forty. A lot of people. That's when they turned on Chris Rock. Was like around that. That's time. when. Okay, I get that. That's why you should have got slapped. Like, okay, like, don't know what we talking about. It was like a panel of comedians. It was like Chris Rock, Seinfeld, Ricky, and Louis were like all in the Louis, panel yeah. together. They were talking about the N word. Like Louis said it. Ricky said it. Jerry's like, I'm not saying that. Shit. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Louis just said it so comfortably in there. The way that um Chris was like, he's the n worriest white person I've ever said. You know, like he said that Louis could say it because he's black, as you say, yeah. Because he's a he's a he's a real n word. And then Ricky Jervis was like, yeah, I thought him. And then Jerry Seinfeld. I don't find the word funny. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I don't find the. He said I don't find the humor in that room that day. And the richest one too. What that say? Jerry said, I don't, Jerry said, I don't see the humor. I've never seen the humor of it, and I would never say the word. That's what Jerry, he made the drew the line clearly. I will never say that word. Things like I have the I have a black friend bait. Because like that's the bait he could have took. Yeah, well, Chris said it was okay. Like Jerry's, like, I don't give a fuck what Chris said. I'm not saying yeah, shit. Jerry said I ain't saying it. <laughs> meanwhile, Jer- meanwhile, Jerry Seinfeld were 950 million. He's almost a billionaire. Meanwhile, Jerry Seinfeld got that billionaire money. <laughs> The smartest one in the room. Louis, he was the smartest all, For all intents and purposes, Louis C.K. is fucking canceled for the most yeah, part. Yeah, he's canceled because he was a creep. Because <laughs> he like was jerking off in a pot or whatever. <laughs> a plant. A plant or, uh, it was just really... Uh. Off in a potted plant or something. Like, he's, yeah, like, yeah, Louis. <laughs> Jerry. They got him the hell out of there. He, they got him the hell out of there. He was the voice of Max on... Um, the Secret Life of Pest. By the time the Secret Life of Pest Two came out, no Louis C.K. They was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" They got him the fuck out of here, basically. I was like, "Oh, no, Louis C.K. in this version." Okay, the Secret Life of Pest Two. And nobody missed it. Because that was a big movie. That was a big movie. It was, but he, well, I was gonna say he jabbed it, but I mean, that's is that pun? You know, he did. He jabbed it. So. Hey, <laughs> you know, but, but that's why. Um, and what's really like, um, there's a lot of mostly women, mostly women out here saying that um, Chris Rock deserved the slap, and like, yeah. And, and mostly that. women saying, if my man ain't fine, so your man's gonna end up either getting arrested or end up getting shot for like, that. Well, <laughs> like that's what's gonna happen. What was defending his woman is like, which I disagree. Like I said, defending if Chris had put hands on your woman, that's one thing, but like. Mm-hmm. Making a bad joke is like, yeah, because the joke was the joke was corny. It was a corny joke. It was yeah. corny. It was a bad joke, but it was a joke nonetheless. You don't put hands on somebody overseeing yeah. shit. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. and like I said, and I guess like I said, because like I said, I also preface it with this because Jada has discussed her uh, alopecia, 
on the uh, on the rare tabletop. To be honest, like most people, including myself and Chris Rock, did not know that. <laughs> yeah, because she's discussed that, like I said, on rare tabletop. Because like I said, I watched it and I saw what she said. The hair scarves that I wear, they're not just for fashion. Because a lot of women do wear hair head scarves. A lot of women do that. And she was like, it's not just for fashion. She was like, I have, I'm losing my hair, and that's what she was dealing with at first. But then she said, "Fuck it, bald is beautiful." Because I've seen some like. Her um her I mean, girlfriend's co-star Tiffany Addis shaved her head. So like I think Jada that like probably, said, that probably inspired her to do that. She said, fuck it, I'm gonna shave my shit. In all seriousness, like Jada is a beautiful woman. Like I think that, you know, like I said, she rocks the ball. Like, I mean, she looks good with it. She's all she right. She got a nice shape head, you know. I said she got a nice shape head and everything. Like she looks nice. She's all right, boy. <laughs> she does. I mean, like, I mean, I'm not she does, she looks nice with it. So she can rock any, she can rock I, any hairstyle. What I'm making is like, I'm not about to give Jada Pink a compliment. I know what you're saying. But I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying that just calling a spade a spade, like everybody, like she can rock any hairstyle. So it doesn't matter like what she has on her head. It doesn't. But I mean, but it does have to take you to get to the point where you are comfortable in that because I do know several women who suffer from alopecia. And, you know, it's like, it is a sense of you have to own that you have to be we able to like we have a cousin that did that, that we have a cousin who has alopecia yeah her hair because of alopecia and shape mm -hmm. we got a cousin yeah but a lot of women aren't comfortable at first like you know they all wear their wigs first because they're just not comfortable taking it off and fully embracing it but once you get to that point this is me but especially me. Uh, more women and especially black women like are defined by their hair Chris Rock even made a movie. Yeah, a whole movie, good hair. Because of um, his, oh, he got daughters over there. He made his, a his daughter. His daughter asked him, "Daddy, why don't I have good hair?" Mm. And his daughter was maybe around my daughter's age at the time when she asked him that. So it's heartbreaking when you hear your young child like ask you a question like that. It's like ask you about um a good and bad hair joke, like it was like they had a scene of some school days and shit. Right. I mean, but like black women, we are really protective of our hair. We are really like, which is why it's um that's a um bold statement or like when a black woman shaves her head like that is like because like black women are really defined by the hair for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. They did a movie on Netflix that was Sanaa Latham when she shaved her head, Napoli Ever After. I remember that movie. That was good. Like I watched it, I was like, yeah, because. It is something about when you cut off your hair. Like I've, I've never shaved my hair, but I've cut my hair short. I've cut the, I've cut my hair short like this, short like this. And like people, when they saw that I could grow my hair long, it's like, why would you ever cut your hair to begin with? Why would you cut your hair off? It's like I think Tiffany Haddish just did it just because. I do. Yeah. I don't think it was a particular reason. She just said, "I've never shaved my head." I think she said, "I've never felt my um, scalp," and she said, "I want to feel my yeah. scalp." She just did it because, like I said, Jada's um, girls trip co-star. Yeah, she um, mm -hmm. and that might inspire Jada. It's like, well, if Tiffany's brave enough to do it, I can do it. That probably was. And something. that's where I stand with that. Like you know, like at the time, like and here's the other thing: if people keep on trying to be like Will, like I saw people try to talk about like, well, thinking that Will is supposed to like live up to European standards that he's supposed to be safe black man in this. Okay. I never mentioned race. People was like, if you said if it was two white comedians to do it, you wouldn't say that this is embarrassing the black race because, but I, I can't admit this for, for for every reason. When black people, when we do stuff sometimes that isn't such great behavior, we do tend to be like, you making us all look bad. Like we we tend to do that as black people. A lot of us tend to do that. But yeah, I, I didn't hear race brought up by anybody except the race hustlers. Like, 
but my thing that I said people like either that's stupid or like or I agree with him like yeah like mm-hmm. that's what regular folks see like only the race hustlers brought race into this shit my thing that I said from the beginning that I said these are both 50 plus year old men Will is 53 Chris is 57 I think I'm like these are very grown men like 50 plus year old men shouldn't be out there duking it out like that's just how I feel like you're 50 you're grown as fuck you shouldn't be out there you can't out, you can't fist fight like you can't be out there fighting at 50 you, you can't do that. That's you too old for that. Like Danny Glover, you too old for that shit. You are you way too old for that. You got to do stuff another way. But my thing is, I'm not actually upset that like, I mean, at the time it was a heated moment. You know, his chick looked at him like, what you want to do? You want to let him pluck me like that? Okay, I gotta get up there and defend I my leg. Mind Will Smith now, something back to Chris Rock because like something else I disagree with when everybody is saying that um he said um Will Smith should have um should have took him aside backstage. In no. Well, you call me out publicly, I call you out publicly. That's after the fact. You can't. I have no problem with him calling him out in public because um you could call like, him out and then. I'm like, then that, after if you, the say, fact, something, you say something smart to me in public, I'm not gonna take you aside and like have a conversation. I'm gonna say something yeah. back. I'm not gonna hit. Say you. something back. Back. Say something back and then off the record, then like away yeah, from maybe we had a like, conversation after. His that own. was real fucked up. What you did. Yeah. I don't have off a, the record. That was real fucked up. Something back is like, cause like, like you um, you made the right. Di Jane joke publicly. Like he could say something. But he like said I would have, could have made a exactly. Joke Chris Rock's work is like yeah, <laughs> yeah, cause Pootie yeah. saying so great, motherfucker, like something like that. You could have like yeah, you could have made a bad joke about him. He said baseball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have got that. Oh, the audience went because ah! it's a road session now. Now it's a road session. Mm-hmm. Because with the G.I. Jane joke wasn't funny in there. It was just like a corny joke or whatever. But the Chris Rock saying that his movie sucked, that's actually a dig saying that your movie sucked. That's actually a real dig. Because that's an actual <laughs> shot because G.I. Jane, Jada Pinkett Smith was not in G.I. Jane. Who are you saying actually? G.I. Jane. <laughs> and the movie... And the G and the movie G.I. Jane was about female empowerment because Demi Moore is playing the first whatever, yeah. It was a- an uplifting movie. It was uplifting. Mm. So it wasn't like it was like an insult. Like it wasn't like it was like a, you know what I mean? Like a, but saying that his movie sucked, that would be a real insult. Say that again. That's the kind sucked. of shit I do. Like I take, <laughs> um, I take personal shots. If I, I say, but like, if you make a joke about me, I'm not, my joke tends to be more personal. That's just how I am. Like, well, my joke is not really a joke. It's just me being an asshole saying your movie sucked. It's, like, yeah, it's not really a joke. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's just me being an asshole. That's but, all. <laughs> I will say that, like, um, like I mean, like him slapping him, okay, because in the moment, like I said, like I'm not I, saying I, that that was dumb, yeah. And even, and even me saying about the slapping thing, it's like, okay, if you slap somebody, like, not saying that you can't, because people play, like, well, he's not supposed to react and stuff. No, he can react, but also with everything, like with Chris, words have consequences, and knee jerk reactions have consequences. Both answers can be true at the same time. Like, yes, you can react how you want to. Some people are high heads. Like, if you say hi to them, what you mean, hi, motherfucker? You know, some people are just high heads. And, uh, and on the flip side, and I will say what? this, that even though Will Smith was, uh, I say he was wrong for, like, smacking. Yeah, I say he was wrong. He went too far. He oh, went too far with it. Wrong. Yeah, like, that was. Yeah, stupid. he went too far. What I will say is a lot of comedians do feel um they have a right to, like, do it and say whatever. Entitled. And hide mm, behind. That's just an entitlement. Hide behind the joke is like yeah, it's like you it's can the most ratchet, vile, um, mean, um, whatever, mean spirited. Then lighten up. Somebody gets mad, like dude, it was just a joke. Whoa, lighten up. 
I'm so a comedian. You know, I am a comedian, right? I know a lot of comedians. We we both know a lot of comics. We both know a lot of comedians. More than you, but like we both know comics. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, whoa, it's lighting up. It's a joke. I'm a comedian. Calm the fuck down. It's like, but after you get paid in a corner. Yeah, that shit was like mean spirited. Like, like, sure, you were yeah. you're a comedian, but like that that shit wasn't a joke, what you just said, right? Yeah, it was mean. You're really said, trying yeah. to cut deep to my soul and shit. Yeah, so like, mm-hmm. like Chris well, Chris wasn't there, he made a stuff. Yeah, no, it wasn't Emma. Yeah, it was a point. Chris did point. that, but um, yeah. But comedians do do that shit. Some comedians <laughs> they, like, do that. But they'll say fucked up shit and then try to hide behind it being a joke. And here's the thing, like I said, Will, uh, like I said, Will, in, in that moment, Will felt that that was the best way he could do to protect her. That's what he felt like. He felt in that moment because he acted, he acted with this. He acted with the knee jerk. He did that and didn't really think that through. So then, once everything settled down, because they was like after he won, because he won his Oscar, he did win the Oscar. And then afterwards, at the after party, they was like, he was getting jiggy with, because he was like, nah, 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 nah. He was getting jiggy with at the after party, at the Vanity Fair after party. It was like, he seemed unbothered. But then the next day, when all the dust settled, he did an official statement. That in the moment, he didn't realize how, um, like, he didn't realize how, how bad that shit was. How like, fucked up it was. <laughs> yeah. The whole world was talking. It was, Will Smith was Kanye West and shit. After pretty much, the whole world was talking about that shit, yeah. Yes. And like when you and in there, like Will Smith, he's he's in the ceremony, and like most of these celebrities, and like most people in general, like when you did in there, like he wasn't just, on his he wasn't on his phone. He, he wasn't you're on just his here. phone. We're like yeah. you see all the alerts, like everybody talking about you. Now you in the room, like you in the moment. And then when mm-hmm. he got afterwards, when he got to look at his phone, so all alerts and shit, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> all that mentions of his name, like add Will Smith, like yeah, like and it's that's probably my like, thing. Probably like that, four, four million mentions or something like that. It's like you saw that shit. And like that's my thing. Once whoa. he realized that, hey, I went too far, then he apologized. Like I said, him having the reaction because sometimes we all have something. We all have that trigger on us. We all have that trigger point where we can blow up and overreact, but. In that moment, afterwards, we can look back and say, hey, I apologize. I did too much. Yeah. And that's just, like I said, that was acceptable, I feel. Yeah, to like Breakfast Club years ago, DJ Envy almost had a Will Smith moment when on the Jesus <laughs> and Meryl episode. And Meryl. They made a joke about his wife once again. Yeah, about his wife, yeah. It's just always been called include wives for some reason. <laughs> like these moments, like wives always like, yeah, but they, hopefully Marcus never does no shit like that. But yeah, <laughs> it's all his wives. Because <laughs> they made a joke about Envy's wife being with him because he had money, which um, what a lot of people don't know, like Envy was with his wife way before he had money Maybe when he was broke. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, um, his wife Price says something, like, yeah, like, just like Jay said, yeah, you gonna let him talk shit about me like hey, that? <laughs> I was like that. <laughs> and then, like, when they were on Breakfast Club a little bit after that, he just went off and all. Uh, but what envy? The difference is like envy. Like he, um, he had his words with me, and he got up and left, walked out of the interview. He didn't put hands on him. That's the big difference, because he knew that he was about to. It was about to go there. Envy was just smart yeah. to like walk it off. Yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. you could feel like if I stayed in the room, he said I might have like hit one of them dudes or both of them. Right. So he just got up like after he said what he said, he just got up and walked out in the middle. And he cussed, he basically cussed him out and left. Basically, like, y'all are uh, y'all are clowns and all of that. And then he like got up and left in the middle of the interview. And then like um, it could have turned into that, but then you now he looks back because like him and Deezus and Meryl like cool again. He was like, yeah, I was um in that moment, yeah, I was wrong. Like, yeah, and like that's that's maturity. You can admit that, hey. In that moment, I ha- I lost. I'm human. 
And no, no one's telling you not to be human. We're emotional creatures. Humans are very emotional. We're not robots. Things trigger us. Even people who, even people who claim to be the thick-skinned people, and I can take a joke and nothing bothers me, I'm unbothered. Everybody has something that sets them off. Mm-hmm. Everybody is bothered by something. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. My thing that I just worry about now is um, now that you've opened up that Pandora's box now, it's like, are people going to start trying to say stuff to trigger you, Will, because you worth that $350 million and now people are trying to get a payday. That's just my thing. And on the other side, which, like I said- That's my few, thing, yeah. Like I said a few minutes ago, um, I know a lot of comics, and now comics are worried about that. Has Will Smith given the green light for, like, spectators to attack comedians about jokes? It's like, because, hey, they say Will Smith did. It is like people, yeah, like, so- Which I go back to- if you don't, if you ain't in that tax bracket, it's not going to work for you. Like I said, like nothing's going to happen. Somebody is that, if somebody's doing a joke at Riddles, like one of the comics we know, yeah. it's like, yeah, I didn't worry about somebody yeah. running up there and attacking them. And shit. Yeah. Right. Like, like, it's, you know, it's not going to apply. You know, it's yeah, not like, going to apply. Comedy clubs are like, like basically, you're about to laugh. It's like a lot of the comedies are like the size of like your, li- your living room. Like, like that. my living room, yeah. They're like the size of my living room. So somebody could get to you quick. It's like, it's not like you're going to have like a, even if you have security, it's like, it's like. like a, it might be like, it might it, be like 50. You're real close at these comedy clubs. It's like 50, it's like 50 chairs, 50, 75 chairs in there. And like the, and the chair in the first row is like right on top of the stage, pretty much. Like this, right, you in the stage is like so. If somebody wants to get you at one of these clubs, they can get you. It's like so. A lot of comics are worried about that. Has Will Smith given a green light for like right. motherfuckers to run up and attack comics? Well, they, they don't like that they said about him. Yeah. Well, somebody who responded, who's not for the shits, Tony Rock. Ah, uh, yeah, Chris did, you see, did you see his video? I did see Tony, but you explained it. And I have another comedian that said what he said. Tony I, I, Rock said basically, because like uh, he did a show not to in Raleigh, North Carolina. So it was like right after I said, because obviously he's a comedian. So like this show was like playing well in advance before this Oscars incident. Because he's on, t- he's doing like his stuff. I think he's with some more. I think that's who he's on. Um, some he's more, on tour with. I, I think he's with some more. So like I saw the clip of him and you know what song he came out to on the clip? Uh-uh. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to fuck with me. That's what he came out to, to Tupac. Okay. And he said, I'm setting some ground rules now. He was like, we on Pac for the rest of the year. We on Pac. He was like, this ain't the motherfucking Oscars. If you come up here, he said, the only thing you're going to hit is these motherfucking hands. That's the only thing you're going to be nominated for is these motherfucking hands. You come up here on me, you're going to catch these hands. And he said, he's like, I'm laying these ground rules. And uh, he was like, um, he was like, you just smack the hand. He addressed it real quick. And he said, he was, he said, you just smacked my brother? Really? And he was like, oh, but best believe me. He was like, it ain't over. He was like, because he was like, um, he said, he said, we don't like, I don't know. Um, I don't accept your apologies, but Tony he said, said, I, he I don't, said, know, he Chris, said I don't this. know if Chris has accepted it because Chris hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. He said, Tony said, I don't care if I never work in, t- in, in television or film again. I don't care. I have nothing to lose. I don't care if I ever work on TV again. And then he said, um, and he prefaced it with this. He said, um, people don't realize it's 10 of us. He says, 10 rock brothers. They don't realize it's 10 of us. Mm-hmm. It ain't just, it's ain't just me. It's a lot of us. It's a lot of us out there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so he, he was like, hey, he said like he wants smoke. Like he, he ain't going for it. He's like, I got 10 brothers. I didn't realize it was that many of them. I was like, damn, like, that's a whole football team. I mean, I'm so... 
Like when the Morris brothers uh, was trying to get the smoke with the Yokish brothers, and the Yokish yeah, brothers yeah, said, "You don't want this smoke." Yeah, all right, uh, we'll we'll see you in my. They laughed at Serbian. They laughed at Serbian right there. They was like, "Uh, you don't want this smoke." <laughs> we got our. They were like ready. Everyone won't come to that nugget. That next nuggets get that nuggets. And the Yokish brothers was like, "Yeah, okay, we want this smoke." <laughs> well, we there. And the Morris kids was like, "Hey, they was out there to that." And then it ended after that, bless. Once again, yeah. like um, abruptly, but like you won't, are you so these cats in places like that, a lot of these foreign countries, but like, like you don't want that. Come on, <laughs> no, you don't want that. When well, they've been seeing war since they were like Khalil's age, and, yeah, war and shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> Forest twins, leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> And once again, yeah. they, and the Jokic brothers aren't celebrities. They got nothing to lose. We ain't got to worry about them getting suspended for life from the NBA. Like, we don't care. Like, y'all got to worry about that. <laughs> we don't care. We got nothing to lose. <laughs> but Tony Rock laid it. Tony Rock laid it out there. So he basically said, if you want to come on stage and get to him, he said, you want to catch hands. <laughs> Tony said, you catch hands. He don't care. He's like, he's like, I ain't my brother. I ain't got nothing to lose. I ain't my brother. So <laughs> he was like, I don't care. Mm. I was like, okay. Like yeesh. But I hope that I hope that it doesn't get like uh I hope it doesn't get ugly. I hope everything, you know, because like it was a stupid thing. In that moment, Will Smith lost his cool. Will Smith usually who's cool, mild mannered, you know, Will he got jiggy with. You know, Will Smith is uh what's that? Uh welcome to Miami. You know, Will Smith is mm-hmm. he's Will Smith, he's a fresh prince. So he lost his cool. He lost his cool in a moment. He showed he was human. He lost his cool, mainly because he's been a meme for the last two years. After entanglement, he became a damn meme, and he's been a meme for two years. Which is why. That's where it boiled down to. He's been a meme why? for two he years. He should have divorced years ago. <laughs> he's sick of the jokes. He's sick of being a meme. Everybody can't handle being a meme. Like, Jordan leans into his meme. Jordan's like, yeah, okay, you all laugh at me crying. A crying Jordan, Jordan got shit it. on entanglement. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's Jada, that part. <laughs> Jada, that part. You know, yeah. Some people well, lean into their memes. Another comedian that has some strong words to say was uh, Mr. Jim Carrey. Uh, he, oh, uh, I saw his. He got in on this. He said that um, what he was most disgust- disgusted at it, um, the way the crowd at the Oscars just basically ignored what the fuck they just witnessed. Because, like, uh, at the end of the night when Will Smith got his Oscar for King Richard, he's talking about the standing ovation. He's like, y'all just see this motherfucker assault somebody? Like, why are you, like, celebrating this dude? He's like, because the way, like, they were just, like, <laughs> like just applauding. Like, I probably wouldn't have stood up after that. I'm like, ah, fuck Will Smith. Yeah. Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm happy you won, but, like, yeah, he's a clown. I'm not celebrating that. <laughs> I don't know, like, that's what I would have been. I would have said I wouldn't have stood up at that shit. <laughs> it's like, but, happy you won, but yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. He said that but his Oscar's not gonna get rescinded. People say they should rescind. Like, why would his Oscar yeah, get rescinded? No, no, no. We're gonna um is some people say it should get rescinded, it should not get rescinded, it should not. If we're gonna it rescind should. this Oscar, it's gonna be a lot of shit you're gonna have to rescind. It's like yeah, rescind, like I said, rescind Harvey Weinstein shit, then <laughs> rescind all his shit, you know. Yeah, rescind <laughs> R. Kelly's Grammys. It's like it's a lot of shit. There you go. To. Let's just open up Pandora's box. <laughs> rescind um, Bill Cosby's uh, Emmys. <laughs> OJ's Heisman Trophy. It's like it's a lot. There of you go. Like this. <laughs> if we go down that rabbit hole, like yeah, we it'll never end. It's like yeah. You said Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Like you got to take his Oscars away. Yeah. Like, yeah. So all of that shit. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis because he married his thirteen year old cousin. It's like you got you know you got to break it down. Like you got to if you're gonna open that Pandora's box. 
But he won't be. Yeah, but he did resign no. resign from the from the academy. He did do that. Yeah. Oh, that was real. Okay, because I didn't know if that was like an April Fool's thing because you know I just anything that was like posted on that Friday, I was like, I'm not trusting. She kind of questioned it. Yeah. Yeah, anything posted on the first, I was like, eh, because people was posting like, I hate the pregnancy posts. Mm-hmm. Don't announce your pregnancy on April Fools. I hate when people do that. Oh, and the funny shit I forgot to mention getting before I wrap up this Jim Carrey quote is uh for people for all the people the people in the cheap seats, like we mentioned the race thing earlier, is like um, like if um if hey, I bet you wouldn't have done that to a white comedian, like it, it, it is a good reason why you wouldn't have done it to a white community. It's dumb. Jim Carrey said that he'd sue Will for two hundred million after that. So, <laughs> Chris Rock is not even going to press charges. So like, that's yeah, why he Chris wouldn't Rock do it to a white comedian. <laughs> white white folks don't care about that that shit. They like this is business. It's like, like Jim Carrey said, yeah, I would have for two. I'd have sued him for two hundred million right now. Yeah, it's on camera. He said they have it on camera, so it's yeah. not like it didn't happen. We have a whole video. It's a video of it. So. For those of y'all saying he wouldn't have done it, yeah. It's a good reason. Like, if that's the case, it's a good reason why it wouldn't happen because yeah. of that. Yeah. Why people want to try to hit you in that pocket? <laughs> uh, that part. <laughs> As they say, that they part. Say that part. <laughs> but I'm just like, but nothing's going to transpire. So, uh, Chris is pressing charges. He's not going to sue Will. They probably are going to do a rare table talk in the next two to three weeks, I imagine. Yeah, you're going to have to um, get me up on the, the details on next. They're going to do the rare table talk. They're going to have a kumbaya moment. They're going to hug it out and they're going to have a kumbaya moment. And that's what's going to happen. I'm definitely not watching. So you feel me in. On but that. like I said, if you're not in that tax bracket, don't try this shit at home because you will get fucked up. Don't try it at home. Don't Just letting y'all know that. What a mess. Sorry, not sorry. And um, I forgot. Go ahead. I, I forgot what I was about to go with that. I lost my train. Yeah, I might just stop with I, I just hope that this is over with and. You know, let's stop dissecting and making it be, like I said, Will just got tired of, like, the memes. He got tired of being the butt of jokes. And that slap, like I said, it wasn't just, ne- it wasn't necessarily, because what Chris said wasn't that bad. Like I said, yes, he did make fun of her alopecia unknowingly from what I view. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was the worst, like, the most malicious. It wasn't like it was, like, a malicious joke. or It was a corny joke. I keep on going back. It was corny as fuck. The joke was corny. It wasn't even funny. It was corny. It was a joke. It was corny. Yeah. And the reason why yeah. that assault happened, like we said, is because Jada made that stupid face she made. And I said, uh, yeah, you're going to let him talk. What you going to do? Yeah. You're going to let him talk. Oh, you think that shit is funny? You think that's funny? Now, as, as men know, like I said, if whenever your wife gives you this look, they go, oh, shit, I'm in the doghouse. Every, every husband, no husband wants to be in the doghouse. Even though they got like a multi, they got what, like 200 acres in there, whatever. They got a big ass house still, so he definitely accomplished <laughs> his goal. If he wanted his goal to be p- about uh, to people not talk about Jada's um bald head, he definitely t- accomplished that goal. So all anybody is talking, we about- won't be sleeping on any couches. Like let's just let's just say it like that. Like, they the have a whole, they have like a wanted, different thing. That's the goal he was going for for the slap. Okay, like nobody's going to even remember the GI Jane. No one's going to even remember it. Like, and yeah. congratulations to Questlove because like, like his speech got over. I felt the most sorry for it was Questlove because uh, the Oscar that Chris was presented was best documentary film, which Questlove won. Questlove won, but no, rightfully, one. like he won that. Yeah, he won that shit. So Can you tell me what Questlove said in the speech because I can't. <laughs> and I had to do that whole time, and I can't tell you one thing he said in the speech because mm-hmm. after that, because like my first reaction was like. Was that shit real between Will Smith and... I know he mentioned his father. That's about... Because, like, I know he got really emotional when he started talking about his father. He started crying. 
Questlove. I didn't he even realize Questlove had won until um, I looked up yeah. and then, oh shit, Quest won. And he was wrapping up by the time I realized he won. I was like, see this stupid <laughs> Will Smith, Chris Rock stuff. I mean, I miss Questlove. I was like, yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me like, I'm, we, 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 we come from the hip hop generation, which is why mm-hmm. for all these years, I've been rooting for Will Smith to get to Oscar. I was like, don't want to see like a rapper win the best actor. <laughs> yeah, that's why every time he was nominated, I would root for him to win. And the year he won, it's like, I'm like, uh, fuck that guy. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, when Quest won, like, I rooted for him to win. And Kobe I, won a couple years ago, and uh, we were like, he little, said, yeah, I guess, I guess you could put Kobe in the hip hop fucking category. I don't yeah, because he had a, he did a rap. He did, you know, he yeah, rapped. Kobe did have a rap album. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that song sucks. <laughs> Yeah, the song was he t- rapped, yeah. Mamba, Mamba out. Yeah, the song. But I mean, but we were happy to see Kobe win because Kobe, like he said, and then they told me to shove and dribble. So we were like, yeah. <laughs> so we were happy to see, you know, when we see us win, we happy. When we see us. Tifa got nominated. I was rooting for her, her years. Like always, when the Three Six Mafia won for um, Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Like, hard I'm, Out Here for a Pimp. For them, yeah. Like always root for the hip hop. Yeah, because <laughs> I grew up in the hip hop generation. Hell, Eminem won an Oscar for uh, "Lose Yourself." He won. He didn't show up his year. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't. Because he didn't think he, he said he didn't think he was going to win. That's why he was like, "I'm not going to even go." He's like, "I'm not going to win." And then he won. Because <laughs> he didn't think he was like, "I'm not going to win," so why would I go? <laughs> yeah, but he won. Yep. Stupid. And Billy Eilish just said it was the happiest because of uh, Beyonce. Billy Eilish fucked out because <laughs> nobody even remembers that Billy Eilish beat out Beyonce. For People the- forgot that Beyonce was. Beyonce, Beyonce was. Beyonce was. Beyonce I totally missed that because, like, without that Chris Rock, <laughs> and Will Smith situation, <laughs> they would have been lighting up Billy Eilish. <laughs> they would have been looking like uh, May May's mother and uh, Turner Red. <laughs> Kanye at the Beyonce should have won. They would have been looking yeah. like that. We'll let you finish, but but Beyonce had one of the greatest soundtrack songs of all time. Like they would have Kanye that shit. Oh, I saw Encanto one, and then <laughs> Ariana ran from the back of the house to hear because it's what they said. We don't talk about Bruno. Ariana ran from the back of the house, and she was like, "I'm like, go to bed. It's <laughs> such a bad time." But they sing it. We don't talk about Bruno. And she ran. To the um, I still don't get to this day. Why didn't um? Why didn't Bruno Mars record that song? It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Bruno, yeah, pop, he's popular right now, and his name is Bruno. It's like <laughs> he'd have been perfect to do that fucking Encanto song. But John Leguizamo was a great Bruno. Like I love John Leguizamo. I love him. Like he's he's a for great the soundtrack. Bruno Mars should have done the song. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how can you? How can you not? <laughs> for Encanto two, they got to get Bruno Mars. <laughs> Because you know it's gonna be a part two, because like every, because like from what I hear, like it's not just Ariana, like it's a lot of kids like her age that are obsessed with that Encanto. We <laughs> watched Encanto. Ariana has watched Encanto at least six or seven times. Like she, I want to, and she got the little Encanto figurines. I'm gonna play Encanto. Like she, Disney know what they be doing. Disney and Pixar know what they be doing. Encanto was the, to them was like the itchy and scratchy movie on the Simpsons. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> It was three times. I've seen it six times, and Bart didn't see it. <laughs> the other kids have seen it over and over. <laughs> you really must call it anybody who saw the movie wouldn't say that. Come on, let's get him back. That Bruno song. If you want, uh, if you want a point of reference, that Bruno song is basically the "Let It Go" of this year. The "Let It Go, Let It Go" It's basically what that was, what Frozen was in two thousand what thirteen, I think. 
2012, 13, whenever Frozen came out. Basically, that's what that Encanto song is. It's basically let it go for today. It's everywhere, and your kids are going to be singing it all day. You just got to... Okay, this is like the hundredth time I heard this song. Okay. So there it is with that, with the whole Oscar spiel. What happened? Also, that I think we can end with the fucking Oscar. We got a whole episode. Unless you got something, some some quick ones. You I want. got some of our rapid fires. Um, yeah, yeah. Coach K is out. Final four. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They Let's lost. Talk Let's talk about it. They lost North Carolina with the spoiler. Yeah, they um spoiled North Carolina. Come on North and raise up. They the raised up. Like yeah, ended the dream. Yeah, they um beat Duke. In the final four on Saturday, yeah. And um I saw, yeah. I was looking at part of the game. I didn't see the final score, but I saw um most of the first half and part of the second. I was out of the party. Gia Donald's and they had on the um in the background. It was on the party I was at, but then I yeah, we were Gia Donald's leave after the yeah. So I yeah. saw part of, you know me, I don't watch the NCAA anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so if I'm watching, that means somebody else is watching. It was on the yeah, TV. somebody else. But so Marcus was, on, was looking. Was Marcus on, was, on, was on, like, on the TVs at the party I was at. Basically, they had it on every TV there. Marcus was like, "Yeah, Coach K, he said they lost." Because when we were leaving Allergy at Dallas, I think that's when he was like, "Yep, they just lost." I was like, "Oh," he's like, "Yep." I, Coach K K have that, I thought the fix was in. They have that storybook ending where like Duke wins the national championship for twenty. And they freeze frame. Coach K up on his shoulders. <laughs> we did it. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. And play doom doom uh uh. The Krebs roll. Coach K retired in Florida as now living out. You know, they get like the, the epilogue. They like name like what each player is doing. <laughs> let's do our freeze so frame over that NBA. shit. Hey, let, let's do our freeze frame over that shit then since we always do a freeze frame. All right, here we go. Freeze frame. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> With Cherry's a fireplace in the background. Yeah, that's how it's going. I thought that was how it was going to end, but then North Carolina was like, uh-uh, no, no, no. They raised up, they took their shirt off, twisted around, spent like a helicopter. That's what they did. How appropriate at um because <laughs> they rivals been been rivals forever. How appropriate. Yeah, forever. Carolina was the one who ended. And the Hatfields and the McCoys, basically. Yeah, how appropriate that North Carolina ended Duke's run. Yeah, the Coach K's run. Yeah. It's appropriate. At least it wasn't some random team. So, like, yeah, you want. Yeah, some randos. Anybody had to end it. It was like North Carolina, North Carolina was the perfect team to end the run of K. Well, Coach. I mean, Coach K, I mean, you had a hell of a career. You did, what, 40 years in NCAA? 40? Yeah. I think it is. He, he had his opportunity years? to make the jump, but. um. 42? He was, he's like, he's like, I'm a legend at Duke. I'm not leaving. Cause I remember yeah. um, he had an opportunity to coach the Lakers years ago, like after Phil Jackson hmm. retired, like, and um, the Lakers reached out and coach K probably thought about that, like fucking Lakers legacy, mm -hmm. like, well, mm -hmm. one of, if not the greatest NBA franchise, he thought about it. He said, nah, I'm going to stay at Duke. Yeah. But he definitely thought about it. I remember when that was the thing, like coach, um, like Duke got um, the Lakers reached out to Mike Krzyzewski. Like they definitely reached out to him. Like, mm -hmm. He decided to still had a great career 42 years. Your last year, you make it to the final four. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, you made and yeah, what a you career got, you had a hell of a career. So, hopefully, Coach K, like, whatever he's going to do with his retirement, hopefully, hopefully, he'll enjoy his retirement. Well, um, well deserved. 
Yeah. Coach. I know a lot of people I know in my time, I was like, they don't, they don't like Coach K. So I was like, a lot of, you know. That's why. <laughs> a lot of people were happy about that victory from North Carolina. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Duke. Yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, and like the legacy that um of the the the, the 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 legacy of the Duke. Let's talk about some of that talent. Yeah, that has come from Duke. He, mm-hmm. Quite the legacy from um Grant Hill, Grant to Hill. Brand to um Kyrie Irving. Mike, Mike Dunleavy went there, right? Dunleavy, yeah. Carlos, yeah, Dunleavy Jr. Yeah. Carlos Boos or um the leg- the leg- Shane Battier, Shane Battier, Battier, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like some yeah. of the like the greatest, yeah, like all these these NBA legends. Um, all these guys are NBA, all of them. Danny <laughs> very well, fuck him. But <laughs> I just love it. Christian Laidler, Christian Laidler. So like the current guy, like Zion Williamson, it's a dude product. Mm-hmm. The current, yeah. So. They were all there at like his final game of the season. Like they were all like you know when they pan the crowd. Yeah, they were all in the building. They panned it. I was like, okay, there go Boozer, they go Grant Hill and Tamia. You know, they panned it across. You could see all them in the building. Mm. So, yep. So now it's like now, now we, now we getting somewhere. So Illinois been out, so I haven't cared since Illinois got eliminated. I ain't care no more after no, that. <laughs> so I haven't cared at all. <laughs> but I am like, um, I did. I'm glad I did. <laughs> Some of that last game because it was Coach K's last one. So yeah, that I saw like about half of that game it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hall of Fame, like uh, since uh, we opened for basketball, Hall of Fame uh, came uh, back. So oh, we got some of our guys here. Yeah, just a shout out, Shy Town, Tim Hardaway, senior. Tim Hardaway, Hardaway senior. <laughs> Tim Hardaway, yeah. yeah, not junior. <laughs> yeah, junior still in the middle of his. Junior still in the league, yeah. Tim and Manu, Manu Ginobili, well deserved. Manu, Hall of Famer. Right I say the top ten um, Euro guys of all time. Yeah, Manu, <laughs> Manu was easily a top. That's why I seen Manu like when he switched and became six man. Mm-hmm. But I'm shooting I like Ginobili. I, I still say Manu's the greatest six man of all time. I'm shooting like Ginobili. Wayne said it. Shooting like Ginobili. That's what we were talking about. And like Manu Ginobili is the goat for six men. Yeah. yeah. So well deserved. Happy for his uh his flowers. Like it's always good to see when people finally get their recognition. Finally, it's like Name dope, dope. I think we can wrap it up. Right but yeah. Not another damn podcast. Great episode. Slap. <laughs> This episode slaps. I might call it some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> All right, do it. <laughs> Definitely appreciate the support and not another damn podcast. Want to support us further? You know what to do. Give us a good old like. Yeah. Subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talk about Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. And your Amazon Alexa devices. And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know what the hell to get at me.
And you can check me out at msimaa 626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. Another episode in the books. And I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.